Good morning it's first thing Friday, so it's time for Fix the audio version of our newsletter, made with Amazon Polly. Fix slash Insider, Friday April 23rd. At Tech. It's prime time. Apple say they're long-awaited, much-discussed iOS 14.5 will drop next week, now confirmed as Monday. Given the Apple ecosystem is remarkably good at having users update, we can expect to start seeing the consequences of the changes very quickly. Once you have updated, the first time you open any app you will be confronted with a new app tracking transparency and asked if you are happy for that app to share your data with third parties. So from next Monday a lot of people are going to see this question, a lot. And the whole industry waits to see whether people just say no. Eric Suford has, as ever, good resources. And an agency shared the email Facebook sent them, outlining the changes to be expected. So we can expect a lot of money that would have been spent on mobile ads, will be available next week. In a remarkable coincidence someone has stepped up with lots in inventory through a new mobile advertising opportunity. Why, thank you Apple. What a surprise. Apple now plans to add a second advertising slot, in the suggested apps section in its App Store search page. This new slot will be rolled out by the end of the month, according to one of the people, and will allow advertisers to promote their apps across the whole network, rather than in response to specific searches. Apple declined to comment. Over on the web the Google Flock plans continue to struggle. Most browsers, unsurprisingly, will not support the Flock concept. And questions around GDPR compliance continue. Older readers will remember there was a time when digital ads had to deal with browser issues, what worked on Netscape may not work on Internet Explorer. And mobile ads deal with issues between Android and iOS. So searching for a universal solution may be destined for failure. It looks like the Daily Mail got bored waiting for Google to write them a check like they did for News Corp and have sued them for allegedly hiding links to its articles. With so much happening around privacy, it seems a good time to get past the headlines and into the real issues. So we are working with Bliss on a series of free Zoom webinars called the Hashtag Get Impersonal series. We have smart panelists from Group, Media Hub, MediaSense, Flock, Liberate and Essence joining Bliss on the panels and the session will be moderated by me. Find out more and get your free ticket for the first one here. R. There is so much happening with R, it feels like it's finally going center stage. Snap deserve a lot of credit for shepherding it from fun and experimental to A. An incredible tool for utility and commerce, empowering brands to not only reach their customers but connect with them in entirely new ways. As well as the great examples mentioned in that profile, I love the ambition of projects like this collaboration with the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. They engage users and inspire brands. Their lens for a number of Indian festivals are cool and so is this Christian Dior shoe launch. Everyone else is getting busy with R2. Facebook made R a focus within their good marketing event yesterday and their Spark R studio now has a free online course for creators. This podcast with Mark Zuckerberg talking R and VR conveys how seriously they are taking this. VCG Munster of Loop is convinced the future of R is about wearables and his blog post Apple Ready's to Pioneer R Revolution is a good summary of how they see VR, Mr. and R. The Pokemon Go people have glasses on their mind too and Amazon is opening an East London hair salon to test R and other retail technologies. To help understand how R is evolving and ensure the focus is on what's happening now, rather than one day we are running a free Zoom webinar on May 4th all about R, in partnership with Imagine R and Dot. We will have speakers from Snap and some agency expertise too. Learn more and reserve your free ticket here. Merchant Pay by Palm The next Amazon payment trial is underway at a Seattle Whole Foods. 
it seems one's palm can be as secure as a fingerprint and just waving it over a reader will be enough to charge your credit card. All these retail innovations seem to be designed for adoption by other retailers. Amazon can never get enough scale to make these mainstream, unless they buy a grocery chain. But if they can get retailers to adopt their tech, they get the data. And that is hugely valuable to Amazon for discovery, Simon bought X at Tesco, let's try and sell him Y. It's also hugely useful for attribution, Simon bought X three days after seeing the ad for X. The most expensive part of e-commerce is the last mile delivery. Target are looking at how they can aggregate orders, so someone going to a neighborhood can deliver a number of parcels at the same time. This feels like an opportunity for all the fast delivery services, what else can they drop off on the same journey? This looks promising, Benedict Evans on the Retail Week podcast. Nuve. This week's deep dive was. The Sony Pictures deal with Netflix is a little more nuanced than first thought. When they announced that all their content would go to Netflix, it wasn't clear that was just for 18 months, then it goes to Disney for both their streaming services and other channels. Streaming is a very US-centric business, but the key players know the battle is overseas and are investing in culturally specific, local language content to build their subscriber base. One unforeseen benefit is how many of these shows are proving a hit in English-speaking markets. But local broadcasters are having to bid more to get the best content. As we stressed on Wednesday sports are going to be key for streaming and this long article looks at all the issues, making one often overlooked point. The internet is designed to deliver data reliably, not as quickly as possible. That's in contrast with the coaxial cable system that delivers much of broadcast TV, which isn't affected by factors like congestion, too many people crowding a connection, or latency, the lag time between when an image is captured and when it's broadcast to the viewer. A few seconds of latency may not matter when watching the latest season of a scripted drama, but it's all important when tuning into, or even betting on, a game. The ex-Disney exec and short-lived TikTok CEO Kevin Meyer thinks his new firm Dazen has the right strategy, balancing local rights with global events like boxing. And he remains a huge fan of TikTok, calling the team geniuses. As Newt is growing as a mainstream media opportunity for brands, all the big ad tech firms are extending their services into this new space. But along with them comes ad fraud, the Wall Street Journal reporting that. Fraudsters infected nearly 1 million mobile devices with software that mimicked streaming TV apps and collected revenue from unsuspecting advertisers. As Roe could point out, buying direct avoids the risk of fraud. I get that with million of websites as potential ad buys we need sophisticated ad edge. But when there can't be more than a few hundred legitimate sources for new inventory, can't direct buys become the norm? Buyer beware. Crypto. I think understanding crypto is fast becoming essential, at least at a general level. This podcast with A16ZVC Chris Dixon on the potential of blockchain technology is a good place to start. Much of the coverage of NFTs seems unconvincing as we hear more from tech folk than artists. So the views of the freeze team seems helpful. What are NFTs and why are they changing the art world? Interactions will become transactions? Interesting thinking about Web 3.0. Here Ian Rogers, former digital lead at LVMH, discusses NFTs and luxury with RTFKT Studio. TikTok Our good TikTok creative newsletter this week looked at how Starbucks are using the platform. Are you signed up? Some more examples here, including Little Moons. TikTok's own tools are getting better, as part of the new business hub. Users can now see examples of popular content, ranked by likes and by engagement. Bloomberg has a video on how TikTok is a new career for millennials and Gen Z. It all sounds great but any investigation shows the dark side of this space. Plus plus. 
Facebook plans to go after Clubhouse and podcasts with a suite of new audio products. S4 Capital Chief, Second Reawakening of Digital Needs A New Creative Data Culture You and Mr. Jones are starting a media division, with ex-Mindshare CEO, and a former boss, Nick Emery leading it. Smart move for both sides. A fixed friend believes the next Amazon and Coinbase will probably emerge from a game. The IOBAD spend report for 2020 shows a rise of 5% to $16.5 billion in the UK. Snap breaks out, how the camera company found its groove during the pandemic. Finally, more evidence that creative is the best way to improve a media campaign. I shared this image on LinkedIn. It's from yesterday's excellent Facebook marketing event and I asked where do you go for the best advice and execution? Do creative agencies get this? In my experience most don't. Have media agencies the experience and expertise? Again, most seem to fall short. Is there a gap here?